Welcome to Psych in Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. I'm Dr. T, a licensed clinical psychologist in Los Angeles, California. And I'm Dr. P, a professor of psychology in Ventura, California. Welcome and thank you for joining us. The purpose of this podcast is to bridge our love of all things psychology with our love of all things reality television. Starting out for our first podcast, we're going to recap the newest season of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. All right. Welcome back to Psych and Reality. This is Dr. T. And this is Dr. P. And we are excited to talk with you about the recent episode of 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. So um, last week was an interesting show. I feel like they um, reduced some of the intensity because I feel like the, the, mm-hmm. the, the first episode back was just really heavy. Um, so I thought there was a mix of things yeah. this week. So I'm excited to talk about that. And it looks like they're keeping with, I guess, a new format because before the break, it was, these were only one hour episodes. And now it, it looks like they're going to be two hour episodes. I wonder because of the break and with the COVID stuff that maybe that sort of shifted some of their content. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So um, I'm excited to, to talk with you to see what your couple of the week is. And then we can chat about my couple. So. I'll, I'll turn it over to you first. So who are you, who would you like to talk about this week? Well, my couple is Tim and Melissa. And I have to say that, you know, I have mixed feelings about this couple. I thought that they were the most boring couple in the beginning and I wasn't really excited about them, but now I'm finding that I'm getting, you know, it's, it's getting more meaty. So I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying what's I, I feel bad saying I'm enjoying what's going on as I see the disintegration of their relationship, but right. it's fun to yeah, watch. Well, I made a note in my notes that, um, you know, I thought it was a little bit funny also. I, it's a lot, like it's definitely hard to watch and, and they have some difficulties, but mm-hmm. I thought it was funny because um, I had already predicted some of the things that came up. Um, mm-hmm. this, this week. So I was like, okay, I sort of expected this um, to happen, but I'm, I'm interested to hear your take on it. Yeah. I mean, Tim, 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 I am, I'm a bit frustrated with him. I mean, so we start out with the couple, you know, they're in bed and I guess they finally had sex for the first time in a long time. And so they both seem very happy. And I guess that was cool. And that was a start. And then they go to a park and they start having a conversation about where their their relationship is at. And that started lovely. But then Melissa went ahead and shared with Tim. Well, first she asked him if he had hooked up with anyone during their break. And right. I'm going to keep saying the break. And this <laughs> will be, I don't know, I wasn't a huge Friends fan but I remember the whole Ross and Rachel were on the break thing. And that's all I could think of this whole time that I was watching this episode. But Melissa asked him if he had, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I think, feel like it was a sly way to talk about herself. But she asked him if he had hooked up with anyone while they were on a break. And he hadn't, though he has been flirting with some of his coworkers, which was problematic because... He, ha- he had hooked up and cheated with a coworker, cheated on Melisa with a coworker. So, but she was, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but if you're on a break, 
Like that shouldn't matter that he was flirting. And then she sort of got upset, which I thought was strange um, as well about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to say right now, I'm, te- I'm team Melisa on this period. I get why she was still agitated because I think she still is hurt about the whole notion that he's at work and can't kind of control himself and hooked up with someone. So this probably just triggered her hurt again because he messed up in the first place. So let's right. keep that in mind. So, you know, in asking him about what he did while they were on a break, that let her to open up and to share that she did, she was seeing people when they were on a break. Um, and then you see the disintegration of Tint. He goes from being super kind of goofy, happy, like, oh, I'm, I'm in love and here I'm with my woman to you see the the wheels turning in his head and him just getting increasingly upset and confused. Um, From his perspective, he felt that they kind of were unambiguously broken. They weren't really broken up because I guess he still had feelings for her. Although she felt it was very clear that they were not together after, again, after he cheated. So she was pretty casual about it. She had mentioned, you know, look, I, it was just sex. It was casual relationship. It wasn't like they had like this, she had a deep emotional connection with someone. That's just what it was. She's telling him about it. And of course he wants to know all the details and she doesn't really want to tell him because it's not really any of his business. I agree with her. It's none of his business about what she did when they weren't together you know, she did share that it happened because she didn't want to keep a secret from him or make it to be a secret. So I feel like he should have just left it alone, but he did not. So, and that's I would what I, mean, I think, and that's the that's the challenge when you are on a break or or whatever. You have an argument and you decide you don't want to talk to that person because you're angry. Is mm-hmm. that people may do things in the midst of that that for one partner they may still feel like okay we we had a fight or had a disagreement but we're still together sort of thing so I think that's sort of what happened from at least Tim's perspective like he made a mistake they talked about it they had an argument but they were not necessarily broken up completely which she definitely you know sees differently I think they were broken up I think he just still had feelings and wanted her back I think that they were broken up because it sounds like she had it when she found out he was cheating. So I again, I'm team Melisa. I believe her. And Tim needs to work it out. So Tim decides he wants to work it out. Contacts his therapist for a teletherapy session. And well, I want to he- pause there for just a second. Yeah. Though, because I was like, wait a minute. As the psychologist in me, I'm like, is she licensed to practice there? Well, and it's international. Weird, but... I yeah. didn't want to get into too deep about that, but I was like, okay, that's interesting, especially since it was, you know, it was televised. And obviously we know that there's a lot of legal stuff that goes into that, but mm-hmm. um, I thought that was interesting that they showed that he was going to therapy to, to talk through sort of his ambivalence about the situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I agree with you. There's a potential ethical, perhaps legal issue about, you know, kind of the jurisdiction in which he's practicing in. So what that might look like. So I agree. Um, you know, she was supportive of him as far as, okay, I understand you have feelings about this and you're hurt about it. 
But I think the thing that irritated me the most was Tim seemed to place all this emphasis on the fact that Melisa had sex, like another person had sex with Melisa. And the way that he talked about it irked me because it felt very patriarchal. It felt very like Melisa is his possession that no one else should have, even when they're not together. And that somehow there's something about, again, this is casual sex that a grown ass woman had when she was not with you, you know? So- but that's also something that typically happens in society where mm-hmm. when men cheat, it's expected that, you know, their partner or, or the woman, in, in this case, in heterosexual relationships, will get over it much easier than a man will. And when, and I've, I've seen and heard conversations um, of men talking about infidelity and like if their wives or girlfriends cheat, it's like, okay, that's the end of that relationship. They can't move past it. So um, I definitely see that they have some hurdles that they have to have to overcome. I don't think they have to overcome anything. I think this is Tim's issue. It's his problem. But not just about that. I think the, the hurdles that they have to overcome has to do with a lot of issues. Okay. <laughs> Y'all are seeing my face. I'm giving a lot of face to, to Dr. T right now. <laughs> I'm not having this, <laughs> but, but, and, and the other thing that I thought really wasn't fair is that he's also starting to bring up and like you're, you're mentioning that he may not be able to get past that someone else had sex with her and that this now somehow changes how he thinks she's committed to him, to which I say she was able to tell her parents that she's close to, that you have a relationship with, that you cheated. She's still remaining with you, even though her parents aren't supportive of it. To me, that shows commitment. You know, what happened happened when they weren't together. I don't think it's it's an indication of how much she feels about you. Right. However, later we have Melisa with her mom talking about all of this. And while her mom is trying to be supportive, you can also tell that her mom is leaning a certain way because she's still pissed at Tim. And I think she wants the two of them to just go ahead and separate. And her mom points out to her, look, I don't think you feel the same way towards him. You don't seem happy. It seems like something's different. And that seemed to touch Melisa. I mean, Melisa tends to be pretty stone-faced, you know, we rarely see her smile. We did see her smile earlier on in the episode talking about how they had sex for the first time. But Melisa starts getting really tearful and she shares that she hasn't been able to tell him that she loves him since this all happened, since he cheated, since they broke up, um, being back together, that there's something that's stopping her from doing that. So, you know, it seems like she is going to have a much harder time to get past the fact that he betrayed her right, and that that's impacting how she's feeling about him. Yeah, no. And I, I think I was also recognizing that her mom was very insightful and obviously like she knows more about the situation than we do from watching it from the, the outside. Um, mm-hmm. But I was, I was curious if her mom was like a therapist, a counselor herself in another life, because she was able to like pick up on a lot of things and really yeah. talk with her about about how if she's not able to trust him and feels like she can't um you know fall back in love with him 
again, that maybe they should just, you know, separate and go their separate ways. And I think that anytime you have infidelity in a relationship, that it does impact that trust. And if you can't, I mean, you can't have a healthy relationship without trust. And so if she can't Mm -hmm. feel like she can forgive him and get back into that place, then I don't know if they are able to move forward. But also, as Tim was sort of talking with this therapist, he was really bringing up the idea about, you know, he wished he had known about Melissa dating someone else uh, while they were, you know, separated or whatever. (laughs) And that might have changed his decision about, you know, coming there. And so I think that's the other piece for me about, you know, one, as you mentioned, is he able to like get over the fact that she has been with someone else um, in the midst of them being, you know, apart? And uh, is he ready to completely like give up the things that he still is holding on to, like his job and things like that, which he still has um, in this. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know what will happen with this couple. What I hope does not happen, and and I kind of see it turning this way, is that this now becomes about Melisa proving something to him, you know, and I feel like he's starting to to flip that narrative when really it's he needs to prove himself to her in this relationship, you know, so, but we'll see what ends up happening with that. I, I, I do not have high hopes. Um, I kind of. I don't know. I think Tim sucks. So I really, I <laughs> think parents, I think, I think she could, you know, she can just go off and, and find someone that she can be in a trusting relationship with. Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I guess one thing that I was curious about mm-hmm. from your perspective, um, you know, in terms of like the details that they discussed mm-hmm. or that he was inquiring about, you know, if it was once or, or multiple times in terms of her um, being intimate with this other guy is that, do you feel like that's important to discuss when it comes to like relationships and like being apart? Or is that a situation where let's say they were married, like then should you discuss those things? Or is it not even important? It's just the fact of knowing that, okay, you were with somebody else. It doesn't matter like what was involved in those circumstances. I don't think knowing the details helps. And I don't think, I definitely don't think it's necessary if you were separated during that time period, or if you were not together during that time period, I don't think, you know, I do see the sense in, especially if you're trying to reestablish the relationship to be able to say, Hey, this did happen during that time period. I don't want to hide anything from you, but she had sex one time or 500 times. It doesn't matter. So it is what it is. It happened. He caused it in the first place. It wouldn't have happened at all if it weren't for what he did in the first place. They would have still been together, probably. So I, I personally don't think it's necessary yeah. to share that level of detail when you weren't together. Now, like, what does it help knowing that and being able to imagine that? It doesn't really contribute to anything. Right. But I knew, like, you know, we touched on it a little bit last week, and I sort of expected that um, whatever she communicated to him that he would have a different take or perspective on the um the status of their relationship during that time Mm -hmm. period and so that's that's what happened and and we'll have to see you know if they are able to to move past this and if she's able to you know fully begin to forgive him and and allow you know some trust to 
um, grow back in that relationship mm -hmm. for them, which I don't know at this point. Yeah, I, I don't either. So let's move on to your couple. So who did you decide to focus on this week? So I wanted to talk about Brittany and Yazan. Oh. So they've been one of my favorite couples um, this mm -hmm. season for a number of different reasons. Um, but also I think that they have, they may be one of the couples that also has the biggest challenges when it comes to some of the cultural stuff. Yeah. As we, we talked about last week, she's still married, which is a big um, issue in terms of their relationship. But I think, you know, they have a lot of areas to work through um, if they mm -hmm. move forward. So we come back to um, this week where Brittany is still in Chicago with her family. And um, she is talking with her sister and her mother. And she's finally getting a chance to see her, her baby niece that was just born. And um, she basically talks with, us, talks with her sister about the fact that, you know, she came all the way to Chicago and basically the paperwork wasn't uh, with the judge. And so she basically has no decision about the status of her divorce. And um, her sister began to ask some questions of her in terms of the status of the relationship with them, with Yazan and Brittany. And some things about, you know, them wanting to have kids and Brittany was basically stating that um, she hopes to at some at some point, you know, that they that they can get married and that they can have kids. And so we see the sister begin to sort of explore a little bit more about, you know, is, is Brittany happy in the relationship? And Brittany started to like tell a little details, but she sort of didn't want to, I guess, give the full extent about what happened when she was in Jordan because she didn't want her mom and her sister to get really concerned about the mm -hmm. relationship. But basically she noted the things that we've seen in terms of Yazan navigating his, his family's pressure, but also I think their cultural values in terms of what's important to him and the idea of Brittany being able to get married really quickly, which he mm -hmm. stressed to her sister and uh, for her to convert. Um, and so her sister basically asked her if that was something that she was, I guess, prepared to do or, or, or open to do. And, and we've talked about this before. I don't know if Brittany really wants to consider that I know she's mentioned the idea about converting, but I don't honestly know if that's really what she wants to do. Um, and yeah. so I think her sister sort of picked up on that a little bit and it felt like, you know, Brittany is not really, I guess, ready to fully commit to that relationship and for them to be able to, to get married. And so I think her sister brought up some really good points mm -hmm. about their relationship. So yeah. we'll have to see what happens, but sort of the twist to, I think the, the episode with them was really when they got back to Jordan to see Yazan that he looked um, really stressed, a little bit disheveled. His friends said he looked completely different and comes to find out Yazan has been having some major difficulties with his parents in terms of them being concerned about you know, is Brittany really in love with him and, and really serious about getting married? And mm -hmm. also 
the fact that um, Brittany has this social media account, which they became aware of, and she's wearing these, you know, bikinis showing off a lot of skin, which they have already discussed with her before about, you know, being a Muslim woman and, and covering of herself. And so basically what sounds like happened is that Yazan's dad was not happy. He basically said that he's not going to accept them, you know, as a couple and that if he wants to get married, he can, but he's kicked Yazan out of the house and he's fired him from his job, you know, working at the, at the market. And so Yazan meets with his friend Mohammed and basically, you know, tells him this story and also the fact that he's been living on the streets um, for the last mm -hmm. weeks. And so I was just, I don't know, I was just taken aback. And so I'm even sort of speechless now because I felt like, you know, he really has lost a lot or given up a lot for this relationship. And I know Brittany feels like she's losing some things, but I don't know if she understands the extent of what he's going through. And I don't know if she's really fully like committing to want to be honest with him, not just about the marriage thing, which obviously I think is a given that needs to be discussed because she's not giving him a choice mm -hmm. at this point, but she's not being able to be upfront and honest about the, the possibility that she probably doesn't want to convert. And I think that's a important piece that for any couple, like those things around like religion and stuff like that is are difficult important conversations and right now she's avoiding those things that you do need to talk about and be able to sort of work through um and so those were some of the things that came up and and I think his friend Yazan's friend Muhammad really was challenging him to think about you know how important is this relationship and is he willing to walk away from Brittany and so I think my question for you, just to sort of get your ideas on it is, you know, apparently Brittany has not communicated with Yazan in a couple of weeks. And so like, what, do, what, what would you tell him? Like, if you were his friend, like, what should he do in that situation? I mean, I, I think he needs to end the relationship. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be curious to see how Brittany will respond to him saying all that has happened to him. There's, there's a part of me that doesn't believe that she's going to be super empathetic to him that she might. And just based on kind of the way that she was talking about his relationship with his family. And, and it was like in this very Americanized, like, uh, independent kind of way that, you know, almost like if you're a real man, you, you don't listen to everything that your family says and, and really lacking like cultural consideration about the mm -hmm. importance of family to certain cultures that that is your life. And having loss of that is like, you know, really, you know, separating you from society, separating you from, you know, almost everything that you might know. And I don't feel that appreciation is there. I also don't know kind of, and, and I feel bad saying this, but I, I, I don't know what kind of understanding she has about Yazan's finances. Mm. And if she finds out like basically that he was homeless for a period of time, how she might respond to that. You know, I, I don't get a sense that 
she's she's ready to commit to the level that she's going to be there through thick and thin kind of thing. Um, so so I'm just curious about that. But I would tell Yazan that it's time to, you know, if these are things that are important to you and a partner that you want for life, if this person, you know, no matter how you feel about them, if they just don't share those values, they're not on that same page, then maybe this person is not the right person for you to be with forever to commit to, right. you know? And the other and, piece I think too that his his friend brought up, which I agree with, is that if you are not um, feeling cared for in that relationship, like whatever that means for you, like if you're not getting that, then that's not a healthy relationship. And it seems like at this point that he's really um, trying to change a lot. So like in, mm-hmm. I guess, a typical situation, you know, he would have been ready to get married really quickly. And if that wasn't the case, like walked away from that relationship, but he's been going through all of these steps to like get his uncle, to talk to his parents, to give them some time to be mm-hmm. able to, for her to like adjust and think about, you know, their culture. And she's basically saying like, I don't want to change. I'm going to, I'm American. I'm going to dress how I want to dress. And um, that's not respecting who he is as a person as well. Mm-hmm. And so I agree with his friend that, um, Yazan is going to be faced with a tough decision about, although he is in love with her, like, is he willing to walk away um, from her because of, of her current behavior? Mine is the fact that she's still divorced. She's not divorced. Um, and so I think, I don't even know what to say. I feel like if, if she communicates that to him, he's going to flip and it may be done. But I'm also concerned about the fact that she may not let him know until it's it's too late whatever that means yeah i mean i'm starting to wonder if she's ever gonna tell him but eventually he's gonna find out all of this is getting filmed so i keep thinking about okay if she doesn't tell him eventually he's gonna see this footage so this is gonna be a great tell-all uh reunion but He's going to eventually see this footage. He's going to see her intentionally lie to him and put him in a position where he's telling untruths to his own family that he wouldn't have done. So, and the family's going to see this eventually too. So I definitely don't think there's any way around the family ever accepting her based on kind of all these shenanigans that have happened so far. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad situation um, mm-hmm. whenever it drops and whenever they they see this footage. Just like I think with the Instagram feed that they're seeing now, um, that once they see the season and what happened, that if they do decide to move forward, that I think their opinions are gonna completely change about her once they found out everything else that she was hiding um, behind the scene, which then is going to confirm this idea that his dad has brought up about, is she you know, playing with him in so many yes. words? Um, and so I think that's gonna be difficult for them to, to move past. And, and obviously I think for him you know, to move past once he finds it out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't see hope with this couple. I think, yeah, I think they're done. I almost feel like she needs to just let him know that you know, she's still married and um, they need to have that conversation and just decide that it's not, it's not the best for them right now. Yeah. Well, and 
I cannot wait, and I'm not jumping to the page turner yet, but we did see when uh, uh, it was kind of the rest of the season preview for the midseason, and they sh- they talked about how, or they showed this little snippet where Brittany was being told that um, people were trying to kill Yazan. Mm, so yeah. this gets serious. So she's, you know... I I do feel like she's playing some games with him. She's taking some of this a little bit too light, but it's having some serious uh, uh, consequences for Yazan. And that's, that's where I just think it's, it's wrong for her not to really be aware of like how dangerous this could be for him as well. Definitely. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Brittany and Yazan. Um, What other couples stood out for you this week that you wanted to sort of mention oh can we talk about kenneth and armando sure that's i mean i think that's our mutual favorite couple (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was so sweet and sad at the same time it was super sweet because we get to see more of hannah she is an adorable child I, i i i love all the 90 day children like you know, except for Drusilla, a little bad kid. I, I mean, I don't even say bad a, kid. She has a spirit. <laughs> She's a spirited child. But Hannah was so sweet. She, um, she responded so sweet to their engagement, and you know, and, and it's just the beauty of children and like the purity of love that comes from when you're like that young that you just see two human beings who love each other, yeah. who care and love you. And so, of course, we're all going to be a family. That's awesome. I get another dad out of this. So that was, I don't know, that just touched my it heart was. a lot. It, it was, it definitely, like, I'm actually um, getting teary-eyed. You, you can't see the oh. water right now. <laughs> that, that scene um, almost tore me down, like, mm. um, the way that she expressed love and affection towards Kenny and, and feeling that joy of, of having two parents that she was going to have double the love. Um, and that they were never going to be apart, like that just that just tore me down. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm hopeful for them. Um, I will say that seeing Armando and his mom talk a little bit more, that you were able to see that you know we've realized from the start that his dad is struggling with his decision and 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 him being able to be open and live you know authentically himself. But I think this episode, we got a chance to see that his mom, although she's supportive, that she is still having a hard time um, with the fact that he um, is now engaged to marry um, Kenny and that, um, you know, they talked about the aunts knowing and like she felt like she should have had a conversation one-on-one with him before Mm -hmm. he told the whole family. But I understood his perspective and like, if I'm going to do this and be who I am, like, I just want to get it all out to everybody so that I don't feel like I need to like hide that part of my life anymore. So I completely understand where he was coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's some sweet moments that will continue to come from them. Um, I also did think, you know, even, even though we saw, got a glimpse of how Armando's dad is struggling, we, we also show, saw that he's still trying to make some steps to, say, look, I love you. I'm trying to figure like this out and how I'm feeling about it, but I'm still going to show up and say goodbye. 
to you. I'm still going to give you a hug. I'm still going to say that I want to, you know, support you, but yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah. And I think, I think he'll come around like we've said, but he definitely um, needs more time and that he can't take everything at once, which I think um, it's probably a good thing that he doesn't know about Mm -hmm. the engagement yet. Uh, because I think that that would make it that much more harder for him to begin to um, accept their relationship. And so I'm hoping that with time that he'll be more accepting and, and more um, open to interacting with, with Kenny and, and with them as a as a family unit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The other couple that I thought was interesting um, this week, just to chat a little bit, was um, Ariella and, and, and Miniam. And so Yay, she, the baby was born. He had that baby. Um, <laughs> but he was like freaking out, which makes sense. But I felt like he should have taken into consideration a little bit more. <laughs> so that mm-hmm. he was about to give birth and that he could have comforted her in a different way that might have eased her anxiety because we know she's already anxious instead mm-hmm. of adding to that. Because when Obviously, like your facial expressions, I know for my my facial expressions, um, I can't really hide sometimes how I feel, even though I try to. Um, mm-hmm. It just does what it decides to do. Um, and so she recognized that he was afraid when they were at the hospital. And then he comments, I don't want the baby to die. And I was like, oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> me? why would you say that? Yeah, I, I remember... Uh... So after I watched the episode, I actually called my mom and, you know, she's, she's, I'm half Ethiopian. She's Ethiopian. And because he had made this comment that as soon as they found out that she was going to have a C-section, he said that in Ethiopian culture, if you don't have the baby naturally, it means that kind of like you love the child less or you're less bonded or something like that. And my mom had a C-section with me. So I called her after the episode and she had seen it too. And I said, mom, does this mean like you don't love me that much because you had a C-section with me? And she said she had never heard of such a thing. She said, that's something, that's something of his family. Like that's not anything she has ever heard of. Like it is not an Ethiopian cultural thing. So. Well, good. Thanks for clearing that up for. Yes. (laughs) So, Dr. Page. Yes, Dr. Turner. It's that time in the show. Yep, it's time for the Page Turner, where we share what we're most looking forward to in next week's episode. Yes. So let's jump into the Page Turner. Um, yeah. What are you looking forward to next week, Dr. Page? Uh, I am wondering what's going to happen with Ariella and Vinium. Um, we have a scene where the their baby, who is still unnamed, is going to be Simba. circumcised. Yeah, Simba, <laughs> Simba, Aviel. Um, that the baby is about to be circumcised in the hospital, and she just—it it looks like she takes the baby and is like she doesn't want the doctor to touch the baby. And I'm starting to think that I'm about to get irritated with Ariella, in that. Even how I've seen her interact with some of Binium's family, I get that there's a cultural divide and, you know, she's she's trying to be respectful, but there's a lot of ways that she is with his family and his people that I just feel is hella disrespectful mm-hmm. from someone that's been within the culture. 
So I'm looking forward to seeing kind of how this all plays out and kind of what what happens with with the baby and how she she reacts. Yeah, no, that's a good point. He also yeah. talked about the fact that they've been arguing more. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm interested to see how that sort of pans out and how they navigate that um, as yeah. well. Um, well, and who are you looking forward to next week? So my couple next week, I think, is Kenneth and Armando. And so we saw a preview of them out at, they were shopping or something like that. And um, Hannah wanted a purse. And I think they got into having a little bit of a a disagreement about Mm. the fact of um, Hannah basically doing what a lot of, well, so now I'm going to (laughs) stereotype, doing what a lot of girls do to their dads. And they can talk them into getting getting things that they like. Children do it too, in general. They do. Um, But I'm interested to see how they navigate the co-parenting piece now, because as we know with with parents who have kids, you know, outside of relationships, sometimes is that, well, one, the parent feels like you you have no, like, right to parent my child for some individuals and others (laughs) are open to like, okay, we can both sort of do this together um, in terms of like making decisions about, about the child. And so I'm interested to see how they navigate that because I, I got a sense that Armando um, was not really interested in um, Kenny's articulation about what Hannah was doing when they were out shopping. Yeah, well, and also, lest we forget, uh, Kenny still does not speak Spanish. So for him to place judgment on Armando when he may or may not actually know what the child has said is I think a stretch, but. yeah. We will wait and see. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yes, for sure. Well, thanks everyone for listening to us again for another episode of Psych in Reality TV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and other platforms. Leave us a message. Drop us a line. Let us know. Who are who are you rooting for? Who do you think is going to end? Do you agree with Dr. T or do you agree with Dr. P when it comes to Tim and Melissa? Let's, let's find out. We want to hear from you. <laughs> yes, definitely. Check out the Facebook page, Psych and Reality TV Podcast, and, and comment on, on our post and, and let us know which couples you're rooting for. Thank you for listening to Psych and Reality with Dr. T and Dr. P. Give us your thoughts. Was it good for you? What other shows would you like to see us recap? Be sure to like us on Facebook and also share the episode. Thanks for joining us and join us next time on Psych and Reality with Dr. T and Dr. Peace.